Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me the majority of my party for the Paradise campaign. We're missing our warlock, but he said he'd be here, so he could show up at any time. That being said, we have our druid. Hey, it's Clay playing Karak, the Arakoa druid. Our rogue. Hello there, this is Elise playing Leonara. Our barbarian. Hey guys, this is Ku playing Pahokwi, the Yak Folk Barbarian. Our bard. Hey guys, this is Lauren playing Vala, the Asmar Bard. And our fighter. Hey everyone, this is Nick as Nalos, the Triton Fighter. So, as we last left off, last week you guys had just completed a trial in Kurok's name and were successful in besting. Uh, the embodiment of the four elements that the forest summoned and threw at you. And uh, after receiving their blessing, we that's where we ended. So what now? I'm going to immediately start bitching and complaining that, ow, guys, I hurt. This sucks. Ow. You'll be fine. We've had worse. I've had worse. I don't know what has. Most of us have. You'll be okay. Don't worry. I'm... I'm sure you couldn't possibly hurt that much. Healing word. Five hit points. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Um, well, I guess we were on our way back to the capital, right? I, back... Back to bed, yeah. That's yeah. Wait, this is vacation. That's that right. A... Right. This is supposed to be the filler art. Today. Right. All right. So, uh, you all travel back towards the capital. I don't remember how far you were away, but I don't think it was terribly far away. I think it was on your way back from uh, Pahokwi's adventure. Yeah, which was like uh, an one day of travel so like an overnight yeah it was like i think it was like two days north out of the capital so sure. you guys are maybe that maybe half of that still sounds correct okay so you know you guys are literally blessed by this forest there's no snake that bites at your heels there's no trip knot to make you fall on your face in your way you don't see like the trees bow out of your way. There's not a open path. You still have to trudge through open forest and closed forest. But uh, you get back to the road and make your way back to the capital. Uh, it's at about the time between hitting the road and hitting the capital that uh, one of the tiefling sisters, in fact, two of them, appear before you. And uh, they seem distressed. Uh, what's what's wrong? So the one with the teal eyes and the one with the turquoise eyes are the ones before you. Okay. And the turquoise eyes kind of like throws her hands up in a huff uh, and then, you know, crosses her arms and just says, tell them, sister. They'll never believe it. Uh, the teal sister sort of approaches and says that there's grave news. And she looks directly at Nalos when she says it. 
Uh, what what kind of news? What what have you guys heard? If and she sort of checks with her sister. If rumors are to be believed, there has been something that you should know that's unfortunate that has happened by the lake. Well, then, then tell us what, what rumors, I mean, last rumors around were true. So hopefully true. we can do something about this too. Um, here, s- sister, give me the, the box. And so the sister produces a small jewelry box. It's very ornate. Uh, it seems to be made out of like a dark wood. Uh, and she passes it to her sister, who then passes it to Nalos. It's closed and clasped shut, but there's no visible lock. I'll try to open it. Effortlessly. Inside is a small wrapped up cloth, almost just you could mistake it for like a small scroll. Can I unfold yep. the cloth? You unroll the cloth and a small wet plump hits the inside of the box and uh, you see a finger uh, that looks a lot like one of yours. But it's smaller and feminine. Ooh, could it fit onto my missing finger? This... You're not missing a finger anymore. There's a key there. That's true. What? You you found this by the lake? It was sent to the capital, sir. By, well, one of those weird, n- n- like, water undead. <sighs> okay. When, when did it get here? Uh, not more than a day ago. Alright, I guess it's to the lake. Well, we tried to find you. You may want to speak to Chet about this business. Alright. Speak to Chet. Find out what's going on. And do something about this. We wish you the best of luck. We will be ahead of you to find out more information. Uh, Should you come by the lake and we are still there, we'll find you. Thank you. They dismiss themselves and sort of make haste. I'll um, wrap the the finger back up and close the box and put it... Have you let any of your party members see it? Hmm... Yeah, yeah. I'll show them before I put it away. What? Is that your sister's? I hope not. But it could be. Oh, I'm so sorry. Did it come with any kind of a threat or a note? Not that they said. Hmm. They said I should talk to Chet first before we go running off to do anything, so. Alright, we should. Talk to Chet, I will. We should rush there. Um, 
you know, every, I wouldn't want to delay. Yep. Um, Agreed. Head back to the capital. I can talk to Chet. I'll have somebody prepare anything that we might need before okay. we head back out. But You guys, I assume, are not traveling at a leisure pace. Nah. Or at least not you. No. I'm Definitely not. not. So, uh, as the afternoon sort of carries on, rain begins to pick up. Uh, and it's sort of a wet, muddy stampede as you approach the the palace and uh, capital city walls uh, in the torchlight. Your group sort of arrives to the front of the capital, uh, to which, of course, the gates are open, but not fast enough for any impatience mm-hmm. amongst the party. Uh, you're quickly able to get to the palace grounds, to which the captain of the guard tells you uh, that Chet is expecting you, has noticed the uh, sentries noticed your haste entering the capital. It must be important. And so he will be ready to see you as soon as you want to see him uh, in the throne room. Okay. Um, I'll hop off of Chesapeake and tell... I assume one of the guards will listen to me. Uh, I'll tell him, take her to to get some proper food instead of what we normally feed her on the trail. And uh, I'll head towards the, the castle. Speak to Chet. Anyone else do anything other than something akin to that? No. Nope. I'm gonna follow Nalos on this. Alright, so you guys walk through the throne room doors, the mighty palace doors that open easily. And you notice something. There's a series of new runes etched along the inner threshold and the tile as you walk into the room itself. And as you step, they sort of gently glow and you can feel a whiff of magic overflow you. It has a transmutation sort of effect and prestidigitation for cleanliness and improve of quality of look are cast upon all of you. So the wet, the rain, and the gross of traveling all day at a harrow's pace are uh, sort of knocked off your shoulders and the rest of you. Mm. Am I at all... How much would I have healed? You're not healed any damage, but like... We just guys, don't look gross. Yeah, you, you don't look like you just came off the road. You look like you, you know, had a shower. Okay. Uh, and so you see there, um, Chet is actually down the stairs from his normal seat in the throne um, and he turns as you all approach and he goes it will always worry me to see my best heroes, my best champions scurry to the castle gates. You are concerned. For what? I'll take the box back out and hand it to him concerned about this hmm two of the sisters said it was dropped off here that you may know something yes i saw the being that dropped it off a weird skeleton with flotsam and coral tacked on to his bones for structure Mm -hmm. let me see what this parcel is oh 
this is a threat. If not, hmm, grim tidings. And he sort of plucks the finger out of the box and hands you the box back. I've seen one of the, the beings that you say have dropped this off before. They they serve the dragon in the lake. Yes, I figured so. Hmm. This is distressing. I assume he sort of looks down to you expectantly. Uh, is there questions that you all have before I begin my analysis? Hmm. I have my concerns that that is my sister's finger, but I can't know for sure. Hmm. I know the last time we saw the dragon, uh, I had offended him, but as far as I know, we haven't heard anything of news from the lake in quite some time. Not no, since we were last there. I have not heard much either. Fearful. The dragon that slumbers and studies beneath that lake is a powerful and older dragon. Perhaps a proper adult dragon, even. And if that is the case, it will require more than just U5 or U6 to handle it. I may need to intervene. Very well. Let's find out the question that's on your troubled brow. And so he holds, holds the, the finger in one of his bony palms uh, and then sort of fiddles around in a belt pouch under a few layers of robe with his other hand and then sprinkles on like a very, like even the feet and tens of feet away, some of you might be standing, you can smell this substance it smells like salty seawater, crushed up and mixed with something foul. And he sort of drops this little powder across it and then rubs it across with his thumb bone. And then he holds the finger up as if it was like stuck into his hand. Like he was, like if he asked you to pull his finger and you grabbed his finger, it was like that's the finger. And he holds it out with the, you know, cut end pointing towards the party. And magic begins to flare around his hand. And light sort of oozes out from the finger. This, like, salt seawater, like, brackish green water colored energy sort of flows out and takes form into the shape of a female triton. A triton that you all have seen before and Nalos you know well. She has no exact features, but her body size, her height, it all matches. And um, as that happens, so the energy holds this uh, almost gelatiny form. And uh, Chet looks to you all and go, do you know this triton? Yes. Very well. And he sort of opens his hand and the whole visage dissipates. And uh, he puts the finger back in his palm and he says, Well, then this does belong to her. The good news is, 
Do you see how vibrant that collar was? Yes. That means she lives. If it was wispy and ethereal, then she has died. So I have that good news. That's a relief at least. But if a malicious dragon slumbers in my forest under the foot of my kingdom and threatens my people with violence and murder, I will not tolerate it. And what I will ask is that you all trust me in doing something that will be more difficult than what I'm sure... Well, let me just ask. What is it that you would all like to see happen? Well, certainly the first thing would be that Nalus' sister is safe and out of harm. Yeah, that's the highest priority, is just to, to see that she is indeed safe and not still being held there. There's also this the small uh, lich boy. What was his name? Um, trying to find I it in do my not notes. recall. I only remember him as boy. <laughs> Gilbert. It's possible he's in danger. I'm sure his his father would prefer to know for certain. And if we are to need assistance in dealing with the dragon, then that may be an ally to consider. Good. Then I will send you all there. Speak to this father and I will prepare something. I ask that if you go to where he dwells, you make sure that you're back in the capital before two weeks time from tomorrow. I'm going to invite the dragon to the palace grounds. I will let him know that I am displeased, but I have received his message. And I wish to parlay and entreat with him so that no other damage comes to anyone. I'm sure that I can appease his greed, but, it, well, should things go unwell, I will do my best to ensure that it cannot leave the palace grounds. You all may have to do the fighting yourself, but I assure you, the dragon will not be allowed to leave alive very well so go find this father if there's anything more harrowing it is a parent who knows their child's in danger I'll begin preparations immediately alright thank you sort of nods and dismisses you. Alright, so I guess we take our leave from the castle and 
How long will it take us to get to uh Is that Lenvas? Is that where that one was? Um, I think so. Let me check. It was the southwestern port, if I remember. Yeah, that'd be Lenvas. Yep. Alright. It's uh, Kutane. Kutane? Kutane? Is it the family? Yes. <laughs> Alright, so you all go there expediently, or do you, do you rest the night in the capital? Um, what time of day is it? Evening. The sun has set and it's raining outside. Probably best to stay here the night. Especially since we've been rushing. Preparations we need. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So you all stay the night in. Malos, give me a. Constitution saving throw to see if you're actually able to sleep. Twenty-one. Hey. So there's a lot on your plate, physically and mentally, right now, but you're able to con- convince yourself to find rest despite everything else. Quality fantasy experience, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Nick on a nice Tuesday doesn't get good night's sleep. Alright, so you guys wake up and I'm sure head off as quick as you can. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's a blazing fast five days. Um, I imagine that Nalos, I mean, how, do you, how are you handling this whole situation? Um, very tense. And nervous, just wants to know for sure as quickly as possible, but can't just rush off and go in like a crazy person. So, mm. all right. So, you um, you guys have traveled together for a long time, like more than a year, maybe even more than a year and a half at this point, and it's telling when one of your more stoic party members, such as Nalos, cracks. Uh, You've never heard him hustle you before, but now that might have happened. You guys have woken up, and he's saddled and ready to go. Every minute you guys take to pack your bags or roll up your bedroll and get ready for the day is, you know, 12 more stamps of Chesapeake's feet in the mud and the dirt as he impatiently waits for everyone to be ready to go. But day in, day out, day in, and day out, and four days of riding the road, and you make it just in the late morning to the border of the port that you're due to. What do you all do? All right. 
Um, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I'm probably just going to ride through the streets and get back to the Kutane's Manor. You find it quickly. It's one of the nicest establishments in the entire town. And you notice this is the port that you all freed from that Abeleth. Mm-hmm. And, man, this place is doing a lot better. You probably haven't stopped to appreciate it, but, you know, it, it doesn't look like a nightmare scape. Like it sort yeah, of did this, last this time. Yeah, this place traumatized me pretty pretty good last time. Yeah. But, I'm sure uh, you all with, with passive perceptions probably notice. Right. <laughs> Um, you know, the streets are clean, people are busy, it looks like a normal town. And and that probably feels pretty fucking good. Knowing that you guys did that. Yeah. I mean, most of the people don't even recognize you all. I, <clears throat> I, uh, clap Nalos on the back, and I say, you know... We help these people. Look at how much better this place is. Um, now we're gonna help your sister too. Yeah, yeah. This place is a lot better than when we left. Let's hope it keeps getting better. You all approach the manor, and it looks the opposite of gloomy, luminous even. And uh, while the gate is closed, it takes no prodding or asking for the guard at the gate to open. Uh, He is not expecting you, but you all look pretty determined that his uh, solid steel breastplate and, uh, and good good spear would not be enough to stop uh, even one of you as determined as you are to get onto these grounds. And so he gladly steps aside and opens the gate for you. I'll give him a nod and thank him. Uh, can we can we speak to the, the lord of the house? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, he would be uh, upstairs. Uh, but any of the house staff would be able to bring him to you as soon as possible, I would think. Okay. Guess I'll go up yeah. to the front door and <laughs> ask somebody to go and, so, and get him for us. Yeah, so you guys approach the mansion proper, and you know one of the house staff, a, a, a maid, sort of sees you all, and uh, very similarly, not exactly fear but I'm going to give these people what they want so I don't maybe die mm-hmm. uh, sort of feelings this maid has. So the mm-hmm. moment you say, I want to see the Lord of the House, she goes, uh, of course. And she like gestures you all to sit in the dining room. Thank you. Uh, it's obviously beautiful, but uh, you notice something interesting. All of the windows are closed um, while you sit down. A couple maids and other house staff come in and close the shutters, close the windows, uh, light the candelabras so that there is actual light in the room. Um, And a moment later, the lord of the house appears. He sort of steps out of the shadows of the hallway and takes his seat 
at the table uh, and sort of addresses you all with a bow and says, These fine guests that I didn't think I'd see again, yet here I am. What is it that I can do for you all to barge onto my property and into my house with such vigor? We're here to ask for your help, potentially. Have have you heard from your son, Gilbert, recently? Uh, not in several weeks, but as I was understood, that would not be a problem. He's learning the fine arcane arts from a fantastic teacher. And he likely is, and was when... We last saw him as well. You sort of see him tense up. He's been really laissez-faire with you up to this point, but he sort of, like, leans and sort of swills a... a, a, like, sort of spins a wine glass that's empty in his hand. He goes, I'll ask you, please, to get to the point. The dragon in the lake has sent a threat of sorts to the capital. He cut off my sister's finger and had it sent in a box uh, to be delivered to us. I see. An act of aggression like this cannot go unnoticed and unexplained. And... I felt it was appropriate for us to inform you that your son may also be in some sort of danger. If that is the case, then I hope that you would be able to assist us somehow in dealing with this threat. A great statement. One that strikes me right in my parental bone. Huh. I understand your concern. I understand even still why you all feel that I am to be involved. But before I make any actual statements here, I would want to know what is your plan exactly? To go knocking on the door of an adult dragon? Mm. Who'd we, who'd we lose? What happened? Uh, Koo said his power went out. Oh. Um. Chet's plan is that in... Two weeks minus... So I guess nine days, he will invite the dragon to the capital. Um, he will negotiate with him then and depending on how those negotiations go a agreement will be reached or a conflict will ensue hmm (laughs) it almost makes me laugh out loud if it not for the unfortunateness we're talking about the grim tone for a king or whatever Chet calls himself to invite a dragon within his castle walls 
when so many castle walls are built to keep out dragons. Never mind. Very well. So, what is my alleged role to play? And does the mouth work of only yours, or is it just the most insightful one and I should stay only listening to it? Fine. Comrades are free to speak if they want. I just got back, sorry. My power went out and then the internet was out. Yeah, you're fine. That wasn't you're good. pointed at you. <clears throat> we fully back um, you know, our companion Nalos and <clears throat> are on board with Chet's plan. Um, as it is, his sister um, threatened uh, I see, you know, no need to take charge. Yes. We speak with one voice, and tonight that is Nalos. Correct. Very well. So, I ask you again then, what is my, what, what, what do you need me to do? I don't know, but you give the impression that you are somebody of great power yourself, and I simply hope that there is something you can do to help us. My days of dragon slaying, if they ever existed, are far behind me. I'm an old merchant. Surely even an old merchant would uh, seize the chance to um, inquire about his son's welfare and um, ask questions of uh, the dragon teacher in person. Well, I may have more wisdom and intelligence than my son. His undead form gives him unbridled power that should be more useful to you at such a time as to fight a dragon. So It could be possible we could need your help swaying him from the dragon's side. You fear my son has become enthralled by this dragon? We do not know, but it could be possible. This dragon is very powerful. Hmm. I'll excuse myself for just a moment. I have one thing to consider, and I will make sure that it is done promptly. I'll have wine brought to the table. Excuse me. He sort of stands up and leaves the room. A few moments later, several bottles of wine are brought in and, and offered. One of the bottles is much darker than the others. And that bottle is set next to his placemat. Uh, whereas the rest of you are offered an array of white and pink and red wine. I take the pink wine. Okay. Ooh, I want to feel fancy. Can I have some of that? I pour you some of that shit. Yes. So. I do not take any wine. Okay. I'll I'll skip on the wine. All right, it's some of the finest wine you've ever tasted. You two. 
All right. I, sorry. Correct. Do you? In... I, I take extra one. <laughs> there you go. I'll hand him my bottle. I'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's some of the finest wine you've you've known. Maybe since ever, but most likely the best wine you've known recently. About 20 minutes or so pass, uh, and the father figure reappears, and he sits down and has and holds open his uh, holds up his empty wine glass, and the heavy red wine is poured into his cup. He takes a huge drink from it and sets it down and looks over the party once really thoroughly. Like, he's inspecting every single one of you intently. I have ensured that the affairs of this town, when it comes to my company and business, and the affairs of this home, will be tended to for no more than ten days' time. Well, that would not be enough. Fourteen days it would be, then. We will leave tonight. You all will escort how I am traveling. You will bring me back once this business is done. And I will stand by during the negotiations to ensure the safety of my child. If there is something else that my talents might cover I will gladly put my skills to use but you all have done me a good service and a good turn for not just my family but this town and it is for those reasons that I will aid you after this we will be even and unless you would ever knock on my door for offers of business I would have it no other way than that we not cross paths again Am I understood? Of course. Thank you. Yes. Certainly. <clears throat> Brilliant. Find yourselves at the tavern near the north gate. I am su- sure that's where you came from. There's a yeah. stable there, one of the one of the finest in the town. And when my crier comes to the tavern looking for you all, you will know it is time to go. It will be well after the sun has set, I assure you, but not yet midnight. All right. right. Very well. I will have your tab paid for. Enjoy yourselves, for after that we will be traveling hard. With that, he takes another big drink of his wine and then excuses himself. I'm going to take a long-ass drink of that pink stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh... Guess we go to the tavern. Alright. Would I be able to buy a few more days of rations? Absolutely. It's what? Like, a copper a day? A copper a day? Okay. Let's buy another five days worth. Oh, trail rations are a silver. That's right. 
Ah, okay, okay. Alright. So, what now? Do you guys just go to the tavern and get drunk, or just go to the tavern and hang out? Drunk. Um, I'm gonna go to the tavern, but I'm not gonna drink, um, too much. Maybe, like, have one ale. But I would like to order three dozen eggs. And then do a hundred push-ups. Right. Anyone else doing anything of note? I will get less drunk than normal because I feel like I'm going to need a good night's rest. <clears throat> okay. So the tavern keep sort of um, sees you all oh, and it's very good. Uh, but I do. He's paying the bar tab, right? Yeah. I do buy top shelf shit. Right. <laughs> um, since he said that we would be leaving tonight uh, once his crier gets here, I guess I'll try to get a bit of sleep. During the day? Good call. Yeah. All right. That night shift life. Yep. So you guys, you know, have your ability to, you know, spend the day in your own ways of excess and enjoyment and rest. But uh, the tavern keep sort of, you know, waves you all over and says, hey, you know, the the good lord over at the manor mentioned that you all would be coming by and, uh, you know, there's no cost for you all today. And therefore things ensued. But uh, as night draws in, uh, there is a single person that enters after the dinner, and it is a person dressed in like almost like a Howie man's cloak. Uh, and he steps in and sh- just sort of shouts, To those from the capital, we are ready to leave. I get up and get ready to go. All right. You all sort of, you know, get out to your steeds and mounts, and you see the caravan, or the carriage. Um, it's, it's almost akin to, like, the wooden, like, Wild West ones, where, like, there's windows, but it's really just a chamber uh, of wood with, like, a door on the side. No windows, okay. No windows, just a single door. And the door opens just long enough for you all to see the lord of the house sitting there in his regular nice attire. And he nods and gestures to the road. And as he closes it, they speed off down the road. All right. Following along. Okay. Scorton, as our job is. It's hard. It's hard five days travel. Uh, in fact, it's so hard, you do it in three and a half. Oh, shit. So, everyone take two stages of exhaustion and make a con save for your mount. Fucking yikes. <sighs> Oh, my girl. <clears throat> my mouth fell in that 20. Okay. But 
I am still super hurting from our trial. No, you're not. No, it's been several days since then. Okay. Yeah, it's been over a week. You've completely rested at least once. Uh, two stages of exhaustion is what disadvantage on ability checks and saving throws, and then the second stage I think is your movement is halved. I don't have my DM screen nearby to check. I have. I got a fifteen, or right. my mount got a fifteen. Any anyone get under a ten for their mount? Yeah. No. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, Chesapeake is... She is, got a natural one. Yep, she's wounded. Or, Ooh. sorry, winded. Winded, okay. Um, to the point where, after you all arrive to the palace grounds, she has depleted all of her interior fat reserves from being pressed so hard that she will be unable to serve as your mount for over a day. Okay. And each she day... She doesn't look any different, because exoskeletons, right. but... But each day, you will have her make another con save and okay. at a decreasing DC. And uh, she will not be suited to work as a mount, travel, or combat until she succeeds that check. Gotcha. Alright, so it has been nine days since the... Uh, the timer started you have three days to prepare all right three days of preparations so we're gonna take a five minute break uh-huh and during that time i want the po- the, the the players to think what your character is gonna do to prep for three days and Nalos I want you to make um, you know when we get back we'll do the con saves for Chesapeake to see if she's fit for the uh, negotiations cool so be right back and we're back from our little more than five minute was supposed to be a five minute break it's alright the listeners won't know no of course not so (laughs) what will you all do during those three days to prep between arrival to the palace grounds and the morning of the negotiations? Uh, first day, sleep. Just okay. like straight up sleep. Right, full day. Well, that will, the full day of rest will remove two stages of your exhaustion. Perfect. I do the same. Um, I'm going to do that. And after that's done, I would like to spend the rest of my time exercising and training, bro. Okay. Uh, I'm going to seek out the alchemy shop. All right. Yeah, you find them and they ask what they can do for you. Greedily, you know, (laughs) fiddling their hands. They have not patched the hole in the wall. (laughs) Hey, I, uh, there was this guy doing some pretty weird experiments on yak folk, and, uh, 
I nabbed a couple bottles of fluid from his lab. I don't know what they are. You could have them. Mm. Were they from a storage or from his laboratory directly? His laboratory directly. Oh, very interesting. It could be. Yeah. Mm. Yes, brother, give me. Yes, of course. And so they immediately uh, <laughs> take the two bottles and yammer about the possibilities. <laughs> and uh, they deduce that uh, this is sort of reduced bodily bodily essence of a yak folk. Gross. <laughs> that there is every part of a yak folk in this substance. Yak sludge. Did somebody say disgusting? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they they imply that they could probably use this to great effect and if you came back in two days they could probably produce something for you for your finder's fee that sounds great <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm really happy wonderful and they immediately begin to start doing science I'll, with I'll... air quotes oh they're gonna <laughs> make like science. a potion and you're gonna have to drink it <laughs> <laughs> Have, have we been wrong and like crack's not really disgusting he just really wants to make these alchemy people happy and he's like too <laughs> polite to tell them please don't <laughs> who knows <laughs> um, so if I don't spend all day sleeping like do I just lose one stage of exhaustion one day and one the next yeah you can do that okay um can I look through Chet's library to see if I can like learn anything about black dragons in case things go poorly and we need to fight it? Sure, go ahead and make a knowledge um, check with advantage. So, even because exhaustion. Just a straight intelligence check? Uh, yeah. gods are kind natural 20 okay so you're able to find a book about just like yo this book is about dragons mm -hmm. and you can read it <clears throat> you know let's see so you have learned a lot about this dragon in your afternoon of study. Woo. You learned that due to the nature of its physicality, that it's an adult dragon, not mm -hmm. the ancient worm it may have pretended to be. You know that its breath is a, a long line of acid. You also know that black dragons in particular are immune to acid or anything acidic, are fantastically perceptive, able to live in both water and air, and much like all dragons, they have a fantastical ability to appear particularly imposing and instill fear in all those that witness them. Hmm. 
Okay. And you know, especially for adult black dragons, they can fly twice as fast as they can walk or run, but also that their scales and hide is akin to plate mail. Okay. Alright, all those notes jotted down to try and make something useful out of. When, oh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, when did you learn all these? On the first, first day. day. Okay, cool. So I assume after... I've learned all this and probably during like breakfast the next day I'll kind of give the cliff notes version of what I learned to the rest of my friends and yep. so we okay. were thinking that black dragons had poison not acid what kinds of things help would help us against acid absorb elements Does absorb elements work against acid? Can I do a a I think so. a um? I mean, I could just look it up in my book, but can I do a check to see if I know that? I mean, do you know the spell absorb elements? I don't. Um. Then sure. Yeah, a knowledge arcane or or con check. Uh. So I got a 17. So you know the spell Absorb Elements. You're aware of it. You know that it's a very quick spell to cast. You can almost protect yourself with it when you see the source of the damage coming at you. And you know, yes, that if you if you were able to cast Absorb Elements, you could use it to protect yourself from acid. Okay. So Absorb Elements seems like it would be helpful. Um, <clears throat> another thing that might be of use is, um, something to instill bravery in the face, uh, the fear the dragon might cause. I know I have the spell heroism, which makes one immune to being frightened, but, um. Pretty wimpy. That could, that could definitely be helpful. Yeah. Doesn't, so the, um, your bard abilities give you something like that where everyone around you can not be feared um I don't think oh. I can look it up oh you know one of my uh circle spells is protection from energy I can make one person resistant to to a damage type, my choice for one hour. Mm. So one of our close ends. Yes, I mean it's well, it's a, it, it is a concentration spell. But. 
Well, I guess after breakfast, um, I want to go shopping and see what kinds of of potions of absorb elements or heroism or, or anything like that that I can find. Okay. Don't have a lot of golds, but I'm hoping. Yeah, the the, the alchemist brothers are able to oblige. The the oh. potions they have that and um they even sort of gab at you a little bit that oh we we perfected the quaffing mechanism of our potions of this type they're 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 angled in such a way that they'll be quicker to quaff you could quaff it just like you were casting the spell uh meaning that you could quaff these absorb element potions uh at reaction speed and that they're just 85 gold apiece uh, nope. That vortex neck technology. I have a whole 35 gold, so... That's cool. It's like 33 more than me. <laughs> Look at you. Your money bag's over there. You're fine. Uh, Chesapeake needs to make her constitution saving throw again. Yes, so make the first day. That is a 17 plus 4, 21. Man, that girl's got the fucking rocks. Because she kicks back off of that five days of hard travel like a champ. <sighs> I know. Oh, yeah. She maybe have eaten an entire hog in one <laughs> night, but yeah, no, she's she's good. That's a terrifying image. A giant right? crab just like ripping apart a whole pig to eat. Right? I imagine that it just like sat down and just like picked at it all night. It's like almost cute. It's and and totally would be to Nalos. Right. But like ugh. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So So um real quick. Sure. Um, so I'm interested in the, uh, potions. Okay. If I could. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> I'd like to ask if, um, they have any that would, uh, keep one from being frightened. Uh, ooh, no, but we know, yes, the, the, the Royal Arcanist. Hina, he, 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 he has scrolls for such things. Yes. The, where would we find the Royal Arcanist? Uh, on the palace grounds near the blacksmith. Oh, wonderful. Um, and, uh, could I see these, um, very nice, uh, what was it? Indoor elements? Uh, it's absorb. absorb elements, I think. Absorb elements um, potions? As opposed to those outdoor elements. Yowch. Uh How much did you say those were again? Uh, 85 gold. Hmm. 85 is is a bit steep for me. Um, do, do you, you know we are... Hmm? Do you want to yeah, give them a haggle? Yeah, I want to haggle. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I know uh, we're long-time We'll, we'll come again, uh, certainly, if we can uh, survive the fights. Um, 
Could you could you go as uh fifty gold? Alright, roll it. Yeah. And um I'm gonna use a persuasion. Right. Alright, I got a seventeen. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> so you're, you know, asking sort of coyishly and sort of batting around the point and then you get to like 50 and the brother goes, 50, 50. I can't afford 50. Brother, can you afford? We can't. No. Yes. Wait. No, we can't. Yes. we. No, absolutely not. We could not afford 50 gold, but we can do 50% off. Uh, 50% off of 85? Yeah, you buy two for the price of one. Ah, I see. Well, I can do 50% off a potion, certainly. But I can only buy one. Um, am I, would I still be there with her? Sure. Um, I mean, do you want to go in and then we can both get a potion? Sure, that sounds great. I've only got 35 to offer. Okay, I'll pay the rest. Sweet. Okay, so he hands you each one of these potions for 85 gold in total. All right, uh, thank you very much, and we will uh, take your advice and go see the Arcanist. Yes, and tell your friend with the feathers and such. Okay, will do. All right, so just to make sure that I got everyone's day one preparations, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone took two rests and got rid of all their exhaustion except for Nalos. Correct. Who spent half the day researching the dragon... Mm-hmm. And then took a long rest. Yep. Okay. So on the second day, you guys did a lot of this shopping, and Karak, you've been told to come back to the alchemists. Okay. So after the second day, everyone's gotten a full rest, and we'll finish up day two with Karak coming back to the alchemists. And so they say, we've done it. We done. We did it. It's been done, and we're the best. Uh, one of the brothers, like, poses. And they produce for you a series of four small vials with um, a seemingly, seemingly, like, weirdly diluted version of the weird liquid you gave them. Mm-hmm. And they say, if you drink this, you'll be like a yak folk for a while. Strong. <laughs> And Hardy, and he like bangs on his chest. <laughs> oh, I totally told you. All right, be, be strong like a yak. Yeah, and look, and he like points over his shoulder, and there's like a naked yak folk hanging in like a like a like a marionette position almost on like a like a series of racks. <laughs> we made him. We made that. 
Sure. Okay. This substance makes gags, folks. You um, might be careful with that because there there was an incident where there was like yak folk potty monsters, and, ah. and we killed them. Then we will just make the one and see how it goes. They like okay. go look at him really sternly, like not paying attention to you anymore. <laughs> Thank you. So Meanwhile, does more push-ups. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the tuft of your fur gets disturbed, and you're like, I feel like there's been a weird thing happening in the yak folk verse, but I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> my yaki sense is tingling. Yeah, there you go. So I have four vials of essence du yak. There you go. Uh, <laughs> it's probably fine. Pretty musky. Ouch. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else useful I can do. Oh, uh, Nullis, make a perception check. Okay. Oh, that's a quality roll for me. Uh, 14. You noticed this morning of the third day that uh, you're no longer silver. You're your regular color now. Whoa. Oh, I missed you. You were so handsome. Huh. Rude. It just wore off. That's it only, cool. It only took two months. <laughs> gonna, gonna have to change that detail on my character sheet. <laughs> what What was your original color? Um, like I don't remember any color. Ah. Uh, All right. So back to normal. Last day, twenty-four hours remain. Dun dun. Do you guys want to go and see this arcanist? Yes. Definitely. Yeah, I'll get, I guess I'll go with them. I'll tag along. I've been exercising for two days, so. Right. It's a rest day now. Listen, man. I could do more push-ups, but, eh. Get some potassium. I just imagine you, like, doing workouts all the time. Like, you're we're trying to talk to you, and you're, like, doing squats. You're like, ugh. Can't hear squatting. So, you guys go back to the, the you, you recognize it. It's the place you've been before. And so the wizard sort of recognizes you all as you enter, and he goes, "Oh, welcome! You're back. That's that's fantastic. Uh, what 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 can I help you all with?" Mm. Didn't you guys want? Um, I free? I heard that uh, you might have something that would. Um, instill bravery or um, stop 
uh, stop me from feeling um, frightened. Oh, what is it that would you be afraid to be afraid of? Oh, well, you know, we face many um, potent foes uh, in our employ with Chet. And it's handy to uh, have something that would help us withstand even something as frightening as a dragon. He sort of takes a stroke of his beard and then stops and like it just pulls on his beard when you say dragon. So do do you mean precisely a dragon or 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 things as scary up in two but not including a, a dragon no things as scary things including a dragon i'm gonna punch a dragon <laughs> subtlety nice oh, um well i happen to uh know for a fact that the the good lord Chet within the vault um, has in his possession a a device very specifically uh, uh, good at um, mitigating the fearful effect that dragons often exude. Uh, I, I could give you the key to the vault, but uh, you all would have to make it disappear on your own, and I would suggest that it reappear once you're done with it. Oh, I don't know that we would... We, we would want explicit permission before we um, borrowed anything from Chet. I have no qualms doing this. I want the key, please. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be the moral backbone for five people, isn't it? You normally can look uh, to Nalos for this sort of shit, but he's on a revenge bent right now, so he's not really morally stable. Yeah, Mr. Library Man is on a bender. <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. I'm going to go work. Okay. Uh, so he hands Leonara the key. Um, I'm going to uh, tell Leonara that, you know, I'm sure if... Uh, you know, what if what if Chet needs it to um, negotiate with the dragon? Uh, we need to at least run this by one of the sisters. It's far easier to ask forgiveness than permission. It's so not it's if you're dead because they kill you. Yeah, also, Chet is already dead. What would he possibly need this for? Like, if Chet cannot handle himself against a dragon without whatever it is that I want, then... Wait, you don't even know what you... You don't even know what it's like. <laughs> we have no details other than there's a thing in the vault. And I want it, and I have a key. Sort of. <laughs> um, um. I'm gonna ask this guy if... Hey, are there... You don't have any scrolls? I, might... Well, I, I, I would, but I, I don't think that they are of potent enough abjuration to be able to protect from the otherworldly power of, of a dragon, much less... I, and he sort of leans in, I heard about the guest 
that the kingdom is having tomorrow. It's not a small dragon. It's a big one. I have nothing... I have nothing to mitigate the sort of aura that that beast could project. I could help you with its breath if you man... if if you if intend to stand before it, but I... We, for its fear, oh, no. Oh, that is... Um, we, we appreciate all your help on this, and um, I will... Uh, I would uh, certainly appreciate and do to help with the breath. We're 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 hoping yes in um, sort for of... the best, of course. But um, he, he a, as off. a wise person once said, aka me, you hope for the best, you prepare for the worst. Oh, we just uh, wish to be prepared. Of course, of course. Uh, I, mo- one moment, and he sort of scurries off. And then um, returns with uh, a small pouch with that sounds like marbles inside. <clears throat> and he sort of hands you them and say, "This is a bag of protection rune stones. Uh, these specifically, I have sort of handpicked from my assorted collections. Uh, these specific ones." Uh, will be able to be broken by the force of your hand, almost as if you were uh, crushing like a dough ball. It will produce a fine powder. Uh, rub this on your midsection um, before you fight. Uh, it, it should help. Uh, this is very much appreciated. Yep. So you look in and see there's about eight of these little, like, Basically, bath bombs. Cool. And if you take an action and apply it to yourself, uh, you will receive a sort of shielding effect over your body that will negate 10 acid damage. Is it... um, How long do we have before it wears off? Hours, unless it's washed off or something like that. Sweet. Um, And it's a full action? Just a, just a regular standard action, yeah. Standard action. Okay, cool. Um, uh, Leonora, gonna... how goes the vault break? Yeah, I want to I wanna go get this stuff. <laughs> All right, I'm so... going to have a key, so I imagine I don't have to, like, break in. But if I do, I'll use my, my key finger. Okay, so give me a stealth roll. Eighteen. Okay. You sneak past several of the palace guards and make your way through a side entrance to the ca- to the the castle keep and navigate through several of the halls. Um. Make a deception check. Oh, not as good. Fifteen. You distract a couple of the guards uh, that you couldn't sneak past directly and are able to get past the area they were guarding. Make another stealth roll. Nine. All right. So you begin to step out of the shadows. You see the vault door. 
being guarded by one guard. And as you step out of the shadows, you feel a tap on your shoulder. Okay, I want to look around and see who tapped me. One of the sisters is standing right behind you. Uh, I want to not seem to indicate that I was surprised by her tapping at me. So I'm just going to kind of nonchalantly be like, oh, hello. All right, give me a deception check. <laughs> uh. Oh, that landed on the floor, but nat 20. Okay, you managed to not come off as fucking terrified that you got caught. Um, And she goes... What are you doing? Hoping to find something that could aid us in the morning. This is the one with the teal eyes, so she kind of grins. And she says, she like leans into the shadows of the wall. And he goes, what kind of thing? Uh. Like in the vault? Yeah. That's where such things are kept. Uh-huh. Do you, uh... Do you have permission? Not currently, no. I was have... hoping... Do you have, See? like... Permission? And she, like, says the question again with a bit of a smile on her face. And she holds up, like, a key ring. Oh, what a, well, yes, of course. How else did I expect to get, to get in here? I wasn't just going to mess around with locks and stuff. Who would do that? And I produce. She rolls her eyes, not believing you. Uh, but she looks at the key and goes, oh, so you sweet talk the arcanist. That's not hard. He's a, he's a nice guy. Uh, listen, stay here a sec. And she, like, gives you a wink and, like, a shh with her finger on her own lips. And I am super suspicious, but I guess we'll stay there a minute. Okay. You see her sort of like sidle along the wall super casually. Um, you notice her footfalls make no noise. Neither um, should mine. No, no, but I'm just pointing that out. And then she walks up just next to the next to the guard and then you see her punch him in the back of the head and he just falls over like a sack of potatoes nice that's one way to do it I guess she shrugs and walks down the hall out of sight does that mean I can enter I mean you could walk up to the vault door now without being seen yep doing it alright the vault key works I enter. Uh, this is an armory, a library, a, you know, everything. Everything, everything. Weapons, armor, tools of magic, power, books and scroll racks on scroll racks. There's so much shit in this place. Cool. I want all of it. Um, I don't remember. Did the Arcanist tell me exactly what 
The only clue he gave you all is he gestured it was like a cowl that you wore when he was talking about it. Okay, well then I want to look around, see if I can find any scarves or, you know, uh, fabric-y looking things that kind of match. Uh, description. You find two items that are like that. One of them is a series, it's like almost like an infinity scarf. Not actually, because those things are silly, but um, it's a series of colors, like chromatic colors, and, but every line that is like a color of the rainbow, it's then a metallic color, and then a regular color, and a metallic color, and a regular color. Uh, and then the other one is like spiky and scaled with like chitinous hide. Uh, what's chitin? Like, uh, insect's exoskeleton. Hmm. Okay. Um. I mean, the other one seems more dragony, since I know that dragons come in, um, chromatic and whatever the other one is. Um, but can I take both of these things with me just to be sure and see if somebody else can do better at, at recognizing them? You'd have to stub, shove them both into your haversack to do so. That's fine. Okay. Do you just carry your gigantic backpack with you everywhere? Um, no. But let's see. Can I shove... Can I just, like, shove them in my bra? No. What? These things are, like... Huge shoulder covering things you're supposed to wear. Mm, I was thinking more like infinity scarf size. No. Um. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna kind of shove them. In, um, in where? In my 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 haversack or just that in you my, don't have on you. My explorer's pack? Sure, I would. You don't have an explorer's pack. You started with that, but you the entire party was given big old haversacks to carry with you, and you're trying to convince me that you snuck into a palace with a backpack that's almost taller than you are on your back? No, fine. Okay. Um. Then I will just. Can I? So I have to. I have disguise self for an hour. How specific can I be with that disguise self? Like, can I disguise myself to be the guard that the sister just knocked out? I mean, you could make yourself look like him, but you can't emulate what he was wearing. What was he wearing? A guard uniform, not what you're wearing. And what size, like, am I roughly his size? The, the idea with your disguised self is that you could make yourself his body type. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm gonna... I'm gonna drag him in here, and I'm gonna, like, knock his head again, that hopefully he stays out a little bit longer. Um, I'm gonna take his clothes, and then I'm gonna use disguised self to make myself appear as much like him as I can. Um, 
and then I'm just gonna uh all kind of like fall the 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 two things that I'm taking into like my clothes what I was wearing and then I'm just confidently stride off um back to where I need to go. Okay. Um, I'll leave him not totally naked. Like I assume he's wearing underwear or something or an undershirt. He can he can keep those on. Alright. Cool. So you get out and you get back to your party. Um, does anyone else do anything with their third day? Uh, I have two things I want to try to do. Um, one, I'd like to find a room and send one of the Tiefling sisters to uh, get Lord Cutane for me. Yeah. He comes to um, you uh, in the evening. Okay. Uh, so if that's the evening, then during the, the morning, um, <clears throat> would I be able to to have somebody make a banner put on my crystal lance? Yeah. Okay. Uh, nothing, nothing crazy. Um, I just want it to be uh, half red, half blue, and in probably some gold lettering uh, in Aquin. Now. Yeah, sure. We'll go with Aquin. Uh, right. Risen and rising across it. Nice. Uh, and I'll attach that to my lance. I can't pay that person very well, but they I, I can give them as much as I have. <laughs> they, they don't take your money. They're honored to work for you. Um, and then I assume that's what I do with the, the majority of my day. And then I'll speak to Lord Cutane that evening. So he approaches you, um, you meet him in one of the dining halls on the palace grounds. And he asks what it is that you need to say to him. Tomorrow is when the dragon will arrive. We've done what we can to prepare but I don't I don't know that we were able to do enough is there anything at all that you can do to put the odds more in our favor tomorrow if things come to conflict like I said my friend back in my home I'm not here to raise a sword unless my child is in danger but I promise you he sort of stands up and you realize like after he pulls off a ring that he's been wearing mm-hmm. and sets it down an illusion falls off of him like cloth that dissipates when it touches the ground and surrounding area and you mm-hmm. see he is coated in black metal plate mail oh and has a long sword on his side And he looks to you and, like, punches down with his knuckles instead of his open palm on the table. And you see him bare his fangs when he talks. If this dragon has harmed or coerced or threatens to hurt my child, 
I think that I will impress you. He sort of leans back up. My apologies for doubting you. Why would you? And he sort of puts the ring back on and the illusion of his homely attire reappears. If I was to show my cards to everyone that I might cross swords with, I would be at a disadvantage for no reason. He sort of sits back down. You need not tell your friends what you've seen. But I think your bird friend knows. Mm, He sees a lot. He might, but I'll... I'll keep this secret. He nods. Alright. Well, thank you. And I hope that you don't have to raise arms tomorrow. Fair not. I worry that tomorrow will be just fine. That he sort of stands up and excuses himself and leaves. Alright. Yeah, that's all I have. Any other last day things? Leg day. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Val? Um, I have that um <clears throat> extra floating spell thingy. Yeah. I would like to load um, heroism into it. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, I want to get my party to see if we can figure out what these two things that I got are. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, do you show it to Karak or Vala or? Oh yeah, yeah, to the whole party. Okay. Where did you get these? I found them. Really? Yeah. Just found them? Yeah, yeah, they're just sitting there, doing their thing. What are they? Mm. I don't know what they are, but I suspect that they'll help us. But I want to make sure that I know what they actually are before I put them on, because I've made that mistake before. So you guys take an hour and sort of between your... Oh, you know, I can I can do that faster. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you <laughs> identify them. Uh, one of them is the cowl of the spider. Wearing it will allow you to spider climb on any surface. And walking through heavy webs or anything sticky like that will not impede you. In addition, you can cast web while wearing it once per long rest. Interesting. And then the other one is the Cowl of the Dragons. While wearing this, you may react to a dragon's frightful presence by issuing a bulwark of your own. And you and everyone within 60 feet of you will um, automatically pass a Frightening Presence save. Nice. Neat. Um, Well, I want the spider climb since I found these things. But uh, if anybody else would like the... um, the, the the dragon fight full presence. How about it? 
I suspect where these came from, and I am not going to wear it. Okay. But I'm not going to say anything, neither. Okay. Busy doing leg. I mean, on the other hand, if nobody wants the dragon one, I'll just wear both of them and be... You can't. Uh, no, somebody, I mean, somebody should wear it. Uh, I don't need it. I could wear it. That's fine. I'll probably be in the middle of things anyway. If things go bad. I mean, or I can just save the spider one for a different day. Put it in my half sack whenever I get back to it. And then um, wear the, the, the dragon one tomorrow. Alright. Sure. So you all go to rest. Um, I'm going to leave the recording going on, but I'm going to do something for effect. So hold on just a second. Okay. Uh, as you guys wake up the next day, um, you hear the trumpets and fanfare outside, and when Leonara wakes up, she finds a note shoved under the door, who has the royal seal of the kingdom of felwind on it when you open it it says i know in very nice handwriting and the note reads look at nara this is chad stole from you and were it any other day you would not have woken up in your own bed that i provided for you you would have woken up in the prison I will let you have this day of freedom, but know well and know this. I do not take kindly to those, even those that serve me, who steal from me. We will discuss this after the dragon has been handled. One's in trouble. That's what I expected. Also, after we see the dragon. Sorry, I went and like whispered that into her mic while over her shoulder. <laughs> so, uh, you guys are prepared, you're studied, you're ready. As we end tonight's session, you all are up next to the palace where Chet, the sisters, the good, uh, Lord of the Manor from the port town that you brought, except that he is cloaked in a huge sort of uh, umbrella-like device, casting shade upon him. And the doors open, and on a palanquin, or just like a not a not a regular palanquin, just like a open thing that's being carried, looks like a like a stretcher almost. Like a wide open stretcher being carried by two dozen of those like aquatic skeletons and zombies is the dragon from Lake Felwind. 
mm. and sitting before him on the edge of what he is riding on is a small robed figure dangling its legs off, kick off the side, kicking like a child. And on the other side of the front end is a wounded and put in a cage like a bird, Triton woman. I'm back, by the way. And that's where we'll end tonight. Thank you for joining us. I've been your host and Dungeon Master Kenny. We had our whole party except for our warlock who didn't show. Starting off or ending off with our barbarian. Hey guys, Pahokwe. See you next week. Our bard. Hey, this is Lauren. See you next time. Our druid. Hey, this is correct. Bye. Our rogue. See, stealing's not always bad. See you next time, guys. Let's see how this turns out. And our fighter. Hey everyone, this has been Nick Asnalos. Thanks for listening. Good night.